Hey, this is Rodney Gage. I'm the pastor of Rethink Life Church in Orlando, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out today. I hope it encourages and inspires you to live with a new perspective, make better choices, and have a greater impact with your life. Here's today's message. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here at Rethink Life Church. Hey, it's an honor, as always, to have you join with us. And hey, I want to take just a few moments before I share today's message to simply say that from our heart to yours, we trust you had an amazing Christmas with your family or friends. And I know this has been an unusual Christmas, but for us at Rethink Life, we're still on cloud nine. We are still celebrating all that God did through our 10 Christmas experiences. And we trust you have the opportunity to watch those and be a part of those, whether you watch them online or you have the opportunity to experience it in person with us. But we just give God all the glory for what he's done. And we're believing that the best is still yet to come. We're not finished with 2020. But before I share today's message, I also want to just give all of you at Rethink Life a shout out just to simply let you know how grateful we are for your sacrificial generosity. You know, because of your faithful giving through our uh, our year-end Christmas offering, we were able, listen to this, to give 75 bicycles to under-resourced children. And in addition to that, we were able to adopt 10 families from Eagle Creek Elementary School. And we were able to give those 10 families $200 gift cards so that they could be blessed this Christmas and have a Christmas that, that, that perhaps they wouldn't have been able to have otherwise. And then on top of all of that, because again, of your faithful generosity, you know what? We were able to literally restock the entire food pantry. And we had some of the, uh, the staff there at Lake Nona High School said, chances are it's going to last for the entire year. So Yay, God, and yay, you, for how God used you to be the hands and the feet and the heart of God to the people in our community. And so I just want to say thank you once again for your faithful generosity and and all that God did to use you to make an incredible impact on people's lives. Now, before we uh, really kind of turn the calendar page and we shift from 2020 to 2021, I think that we all need to push pause for just a moment. And I have a message today that I think is extremely timely. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I think is important for all of us to do, including myself, I think it's very important that we position ourselves to close out the calendar year of 2020 in a very healthy manner. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. Because I believe, just like everyone, 2020 has been a year that has had a tremendous impact on our lives. It's taken a tremendous toll. And to be honest with you, it has been a very difficult year, not on just my life and even us as a church, but you know, I would be safe to say it's been a very trying and difficult time for those of you who are watching. As a matter of fact, I would be safe to say that 2020 has impacted you on many different levels. It could be physical, it could be mental, emotional. Maybe it's impacted you relationally or financially. Maybe vocationally, your job um, isn't you know what it was. Maybe you've been without work for quite some time. And so regardless of how 2020 has 
maybe defined you or if you've allowed it to, to define you, I would be safe to say that it's impacted you in ways, in a negative way, maybe unlike you have maybe been willing to embrace or perhaps even admit. And let me explain to you what I mean. I think of 2020, if we could maybe just say that there was something physical or something uh, tangible that was somewhat synonymous with this calendar year, I think it would be this thing right here. Because this has become pretty much a part of our way of life. You know, we've learned how to put on this mask. We've learned how to pretty much live with this mask because we have to take it with us everywhere we go. And the reason why is because it's not only for our own protection, it's not only for our own health and safety, but it's also for the protection and the health and the safety of other people that we're around. But here's the thing about this mask, and here's what I want to talk to you today. Because I want to talk with you about how to unmask 2020 in a healthy way. You see, I believe another thing that has happened with a lot of people, I think a lot of people have learned how to hide a lot of insecurities, a lot of fears, and really just a lot of hurts. In other words, they've been hiding behind the mask. In other words, they've allowed the mask, if you will, to cover up a lot of things that have been going on in the heart and in the mind that has greatly impacted the way that you've been living. And here's what I want us to do. I want us, if we could, before we turn the calendar page of 20 to into 2021, I want to challenge you to uncover. I want to challenge you to take off the mask in a new kind of way so that you can see things from a different perspective without the mask. In other words, no more hiding, no more covering up, if you will. We're going to simply get transparent. We're going to get honest with God and we're going to get honest with ourselves because it's been said that there are three kinds of people. There are those who have just come out of a storm. There are those who are headed for one. And there are those who are in the middle of a storm right now. And, you know, even though we just, you know, celebrated Christmas just a couple of days ago, you know, there are some of you here today that are watching this. And you know what? Unfortunately, you're at a place right now where you would probably admit that you're still in the middle of a storm. In other words, there's a struggle. There has been a setback. There are some circumstances that, are de- that you're dealing with right now, and you are maybe fearful about what 2021 is really going to look like. Because if, in your mind, you're thinking, man, if 2021 is going to be anything like 2020, I don't want anything to do with it. And that's the reason why I think it's important for us to understand that, listen, God wants us to take off the mask. God wants us to be able to unmask those fears and those those concerns and those worries and those struggles that maybe has held us hostage. And he wants us to release them. He wants us to give them completely over to him. And I think it's important that we understand what God's word teaches us. In fact, in the book of James, in James chapter one, verses two and four, it says it this way. When troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. I want to pause here because that, honestly, it just kind of sounds like somewhat of an oxymoron. (laughs) How do you find joy when troubles come your way? 
How do you find joy when you've had perhaps one of the worst years you've ever encountered in your entire life? Does that make sense, does it? But James goes on to say, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So how do we unmask 2020? How do we close the door on 2020 in a healthy way? How do we position ourselves so that when it comes to 2021, we don't carry into 2021 a lot of the unhealthy patterns, maybe the unhealthy thinking, some of the hurts and the habits that maybe we have allowed to be destructive in our lives. I think it's important you understand some things about the storms that we face. And according to James, we're going to unpack this. And the first is this. I think it's important for us to understand that struggles or trials or challenges that we face are inevitable. You notice what James said? He said, when troubles. It's not a matter of if. He said it's simply a matter of when troubles come our way. And obviously, troubles have hit us hard in 2020. And here's the thing. When you think about trials and challenges and struggles that we all face, problems, okay? Here's the thing. When it comes to life, guess what? Trials and struggles and and, and problems, they're not like an elective class that we don't have to take like when we're in school. No, it is mandatory. It is a required class because at some point in life, you are going to be confronted with setbacks and challenges and things that will negatively impact your life. And the second thing is this, not only do storms come upon us and struggles you know, come upon us that are inevitable, but secondly, struggles are also unpredictable. One of the things that you know, obviously happens when a storm suddenly begins to emerge, they seem to kind of appear out of nowhere, don't they? And that's, I can remember when we were on the Sea of Galilee over a year ago there in Israel, and we had the opportunity to actually be on the Sea of Galilee in a boat. And our guide was explaining to us how instantaneously storms can suddenly come over the the peak of the mountaintops and literally can turn a, a calm, tranquil sea into a raging Storm. It, it, it can be very violent in a matter of moments. And that's the way problems and trials can sometimes appear. They are not just inevitable, but they are in many ways unpredictable. In other words, we're blindsided by the things that we never saw coming. You know, that's kind of what makes a problem a problem. <laughs> we never saw it coming. Sometimes problems are things that we just kind of happen upon. In other words, we fall into situations and circumstances that we never thought we would ever have to deal with. And I want to share something with you that I think is um, maybe helpful for you to understand how this has affected me. And I want to be very uh, transparent with you for just a moment. I'm going to take this mask and take it off from the standpoint of just letting you into my heart because 2020 has affected me in many ways. In fact, even prior to 2020, uh, if you've been attending our church at Rethink Life for quite some time, uh, you knew you, you perhaps know a little bit of the story. We were in a location in the Conway Belle Isle community outside of Orlando for uh, just over 14 years. 
And it was a place that we never thought we would be uh, as far as that long, but we were there for 14 years and we were getting near the end of our lease. And we knew that it was time for us to let go of a permanent facility. And it was beautiful. It was nice. And, and, and it provided uh, us many, many great opportunities. And it was obviously convenient. But here's the thing. We felt led of God to leave that permanent place. And we took a step of faith to pursue the original vision that God had called us to nearly 20 years ago when we left Texas to come to Orlando, Florida to, to, to start and to plant a church, but to ultimately buy land and build a permanent place that we could call home in the community known as Lake Nona. Well, here we were six months after we left that permanent location and took that step of faith and, and we began this journey in the community of Lake Nona when all of a sudden in March of 2020, we're hit with a coronavirus. And not only were we hit with a coronavirus, but because of COVID-19, the Lake Nona High School, where we were temporarily meeting in a portable situation, along with the entire Orange County Public Schools here in Central Florida, along with schools all over the country, literally were shut down. Little did we know that nine months, we would not have a place a permanent place to actually be able to have church services. And so it was this kind of kick in the gut. It was this unpredictable storm that suddenly we found ourselves in. And it's been a challenge as you can only imagine. But here's another thing that I want to share with you. 2020 has also been faced with storms that we definitely never thought we would ever have to deal with because this past week we actually... Um, we actually buried our father-in-law. Of course, in our hearts, we know it wasn't a goodbye. It's only a see you later because we know that my father-in-law, Dr. Rod Masteller, is home with the Lord in heaven. But he died because of the coronavirus and he became another victim of COVID-19. And he, it literally came upon him and it just, he was healthy. Was, he was just full of life. He was vibrant, 75 years of age, in great shape. And here we are a couple of weeks later, and he's no longer with us. And I'll be honest with you, that was a storm that came upon us that was totally unpredictable. We never saw it coming. We had no idea that something like this would be so close right here at the end of the calendar year that would affect our lives in the way that it had. And can I just share this? The day after we buried my father-in-law, my wife's sister had her first round of chemotherapy because during this entire moment, these two storms collided. Not only did my father-in-law contract COVID-19, but my, my sister-in-law also was diagnosed with cancer. So we buried my father-in-law on a Thursday and we were there to lend support and give prayers and hope and love and encouragement to my sister-in-law as she went through the first round of a long journey of chemotherapy to fight her battle with cancer. You know, I'll be honest with you, it's been one of the most difficult weeks that I think we've ever encountered. But you know, storms of life are inevitable. It's not a matter of if, it's simply a matter of when we go through various trials, when we face troubles of different kinds. 
And not only are they inevitable, but yes, they are unpredictable. But thirdly, here's something that I think is so important. You know, storms and struggles, they come in various shapes and sizes. In in other words, when we are going through difficulties, when we face hardships and struggles in our lives, I can be, listen, I I can be safe to say that that you're never bored when you're going through trials, are you? Because it's like a roller coaster of emotions. You're up one day, you're down the next, and there's so many what ifs and unknowns and twists and turns. And there's just so many things that honestly we don't have control over when we're faced with the different kinds of circumstances and, and challenges that we're confronted with in life. And some of those things can be even catastrophic. But yet at the same time, some of those things God Taylor makes. For our lives because they're also lessons that otherwise we would never, ever learn. Can I share with you another storm and struggle that we encountered as a church? Because the day after Thanksgiving, as we were attempting to, to take some, some small steps of regathering together in a temporary location, um, we, had a, we had a trailer that was parked in a parking lot. And, and little did we know that our entire trailer would be stolen. And we were the victims of a pretty large sting that was taking place on the same night. And, and our entire trailer that consisted of about $35,000 worth of equipment, that's right, it was completely stolen. It was gone. And we were thinking to ourselves, God, what in the world? You know, here we are trying to be faithful. Here we are trying to do the right thing. We're just trying to share the gospel. We're, trying to, we're just trying to help people. We're just trying to provide a, a place for people to worship. And yet here's a kick in the gut, something that we didn't see coming. And yet little did we know that, you know, this kind of thing would consist of a trailer of all things con- containing church equipment that would be taken away from, them, from us. Well, let me fast forward and just share something with you because here's what God was teaching me. Because I'll be honest, we were thinking about all the needs that we had. We had already committed to do a lot of things for our, uh, our, our Operation Joy outreach. We had already planned to do some things for the calendar year of 2021 and stepping out in faith and trusting God. And I'm here we are kind of a, you know, a setback of $35,000 that we are going to have to, you know, um, you know, replace all of this equipment with. And, and then, and then God just kind of was like, you know, putting us through this moment of testing to see just how we might respond. And I'll be honest with you. I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I told our team, I said, you know, we're just getting, we're, we're going we're to have to make some changes. We're going to have to make some adjustments. We're going to have to adapt. And, you know, this is something we didn't plan for. But can I just share with you that um, I received a phone call out of the blue. In fact, it was literally about 10 minutes before we were getting ready to go into a staff meeting. And I got a phone call from our CPA. And she said, Rodney, I have somebody on the other line. I'd like to patch you in. She said, do you have just a moment um, because this, per- this person wants to share something with you. I said, sure. And I knew who this person was, but I didn't have like a close relationship with this person. In fact, they don't even go to our, go, go to our church. But as this person was patched in and we began to talk, this person said, uh, Pastor Rodney, I heard about the, uh, the situation with your trailer. And he said, you know, 
He said, uh, we're a ministry and something very similar happened to us several years ago. And he said, I know exactly what you guys are facing and I know what you're feeling, what you're going through right now. And he said, because God has blessed us, he said, we want to bless you guys. He said, we would like to send you a check for $35,000. Because he said, God has been faithful to us and we want to pass that blessing on to you guys. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when we're going through the difficulties and the hardships and the trials and the storms and the struggles of life, sometimes God uses those things to teach us things. And for me, it was a way of testing our faith. In other words, God is basically saying, are you going to trust me to be God or not? Are you going to trust me to provide for you even though you don't know how, th- how all these things are going to turn out? Are you willing to trust me in these things that you have no control over? I heard a quote that I want to pass along to you that really ministered to me in the season. And here's what it says. Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. And I believe maybe that's what God is wanting to say to some of you. You know, you've seen 2020 as a storm that has negatively impacted your life. And in your mind, you're thinking, how worse can it get? But maybe, just maybe, God is getting ready to take you through to the other side. And maybe he's on the other side already clearing away, preparing you and clearing a path for something great, a blessing that you perhaps never thought could ever take place. The fourth thing that I think we learn when it comes to these storms and these struggles in our lives is the fact that struggles are purposeful. Let me go back to what James teaches us because in James 1 verses 3 and 4, notice what he said. He said, for you know that when your faith is tested, notice your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So here's what I think we can take away from this. Number one is this. When it comes to finding purpose in our pain and finding purpose in the struggles and the storms of our our lives, we need to see those storms as opportunities to purify us. You know, I love the, the story of the silversmith who was working, obviously, with silver. And someone came and they asked him the question. They said, how do you know when the silver is pure? And his response was, he said, when I can see my reflection in it. And I think that's what we have to do. I think when we're faced with the challenges and the setbacks and the struggles and the storms of life, I think when it comes to maybe what it is that that God wants to do in us and through us as far as the, the purification process, I believe when it comes to maybe what God is waiting for, it's kind of like, God, how do we know when we're ready? How do we know when we're pure? And it might be when God says, when I can see my reflection through you. And maybe what God is wanting us to do is maybe he's wanting to teach us some things to prepare our hearts and to purify us so that we can get rid of the unnecessary baggage and we can be freed up to truly walk in the freedom of trusting God each and every day of our lives. You know, God just has a way of uncovering the things that we attempt to cover doesn't he? And he'll expose things and he'll show us those impurities in our lives if we will let him. The second thing that we can find purpose in when it comes to our store of our storms, and that is those storms can give us endurance. 
I love what John Maxwell says. He said, everything worthwhile is uphill. And I think it's important for us to realize that in our quick and easy, um, you know, instant gratification, you know, culture, this, this hassle-free guarantee of life that we all want and long for, I think at the end of the day, we have to realize that growth is not a destination. It is a process. It is a journey. And it takes time and it takes endurance. And we have to come to that place where we're willing to embrace the journey. Where, In other words, where we see life as a race that we are willing to run and not grow weary nor give up in. And the third thing is this. If we're going to find purpose in our storms and in our struggles, we have to allow them to help us to grow. You see, Brian Houston, I love this quote that he said, and he said it this, this way. I think he, he captured the, captures this best. He said, our capacity for pain will determine your potential for growth. And I think that's important for us to realize. That, again, God never wastes a hurt. And God can still turn our pain into a greater purpose if we'll let him. You see, we can either grow bitter because of our problems and our pain and our, and our setbacks and our storms that we've had to endure, or we can allow those things to cause us to grow better in our lives. You know, um, I think for some of us, I think we fail to realize that maybe through the trials that we're facing, God wants to turn those trials into a testimony. But can I remind you that before you can have a testimony, you must first go through the test. And that's the hardest thing. But yet it's through the testing, it's through the painful seasons of our lives, it's through the storms that we can also experience our greatest forms of growth. So therefore, I believe that God can turn our setbacks into our greatest comebacks. And that's not just a cliche. Let me share something with you that um, God used to speak to my heart. And I'll wrap this up by saying this, that when we had our celebration of life service for my father-in-law a few days ago, um, when we went to the graveside, the minister that was just ministering to us and to our family and just speaking life into us, he shared with us there at the graveside the story about Job. Um, he, he made the statement and I'm going to unpack this a little bit more. But he made the statement that Job made, and he said, what the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. You know, on a human level, you know, my father-in-law of, of, you know, 75 years, the gift that he gave to our family, to my wife, to, you know, the four daughters, and to his beautiful bride of, you know, 70 um, you know, 53 years, you know, what's incredible is to know that, you know, he was, a, he was an incredible gift, but what God gives, God also takes away. And I was compelled to go back and reread that passage and to familiar, familiar, re-familiarize myself with that story of Job, because Job is, you know, the oldest book in the Bible. And what's interesting in Job chapter one, now get this, Job lost his fortune he lost his children. He lost his health. He virtually lost everything that was near and dear to his life, literally in one day. And listen to this. In verse 20 through 23 in Job chapter 1, it says that Job stood up and tore his robe in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell to the ground to worship. 
And he said, I came naked from my mother's womb and I will be naked when I leave. The Lord gave what I had and the Lord will take it away. Praise the name of the Lord. In all of this, listen to this, Job did not sin by blaming God. And how guilty are we of blaming God when difficulties come our way? How guilty are, are we of growing bitter because of the painful circumstances, those, those why me moments that we've all had to face in our lives? And yet Job chose to respond differently. See, we can't control our circumstances, but we can choose our response. And rather than allowing the circumstances of Job's life to cause him to grow bitter, he allowed the circumstances and the testing that God allowed him to go through to cause him to grow better. And I love this, and I'll close in Job chapter 42. I love this because this is a word for you. Before you turn the page into 2021, let me share this. The Bible says, that because of Job's faithfulness, in light of all that he endured, in the verses 10 through 12, listen to this, the Lord restored his, fortune, for his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. So the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life even more than in the beginning. You know what that tells me? I believe for all the trouble that we've had to endure in 2020, if we will remain faith-filled and hope-filled, we'll keep our eyes on Jesus. Man, we will just keep running our race of faith. If we will, listen, if we'll stay focused on the eternal prize, our heavenly reward, if we'll just keep our perspective pure and on the spiritual and on the eternal things of life, Listen, I believe that God can give us double for our trouble. Can I get an amen? Listen, I believe that God can turn those setbacks into our greatest comebacks in 2021 if we'll allow God to do so in and through our lives. And that's my prayer for you. And that's the reason why, listen, in 2021, starting on January the 3rd, we're going to be setting the foundation for something we're doing for the entire month of January, and I need you to be a part of it. We're calling it the 21-Day Challenge, and we're dedicating the entire month of January, not only to the Lord, but during that first week of January 3rd, I'm going to be sharing with you some very important principles that will help you lay a healthy foundation and then starting on January the 10th, okay, we're going to begin this journey and we're going to be doing fasting and prayer. We're going to be having devotionals. We're going to be relaunching life groups and we're going to be coming together collectively as a church family. And we're going to become, listen, who God has called us to be, what he's created us to be in 2021. And we're going to trust God that 2021, listen to this, God is going to restore our fortunes. I believe God is going to give us double for our trouble if we'll be faithful and obedient and we'll be faith-filled and hope-filled and trust his promises. And listen, we'll walk by faith rather than by sight and believe that God's best is still yet to come in 
our lives. I'm believing that and I'm challenging you to believe that and to stand upon that as we embrace 2021 in our lives. Well, let's pray. Let's bow our heads together in prayer. As our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed for just a moment, you know, I want to encourage you. Maybe you're watching as a follower of Jesus. And you know what? Maybe 2020 has gotten you distracted. It's gotten you derailed. Maybe you're not where you could be or you should be. Maybe you've been guilty of kind of hiding behind the mask of 2020 and you've been maybe hiding some of the fears and maybe the anger and maybe the bitterness, the resentment, uh, maybe the anxiety, just the worry, the stress, all of those emotions that has sabotaged you. Maybe it's because you've been leaning on your own understanding rather than trusting the Lord with all your heart. And maybe today you need to recommit your heart to him. Listen, before you, before you close the books on 2020 in your heart and before you turn the page to 2021, Maybe you just need to recommit your life to Jesus today. And I want to give you this moment right here, right now, right where you are to ask God to forgive you, to purify you, to help you get healthy again. For some of you that are watching this, maybe you've never put your faith in Jesus. I can't even imagine going a day further without having the confidence and the assurance, the guarantee of knowing that you can have a home in heaven. You can have a relationship with Jesus And if that's your need today, I want to invite you to pray this prayer. Just pray this in your heart after me. Say, Dear God, I confess to you that I'm a sinner and I turn from my sin. And right now, by faith, I invite you into my life to forgive me and to save me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. If you just prayed that prayer just then, would you do me a huge favor right now? Here's what I need you to do. I need you right now to simply click on the I Decided button or text I Decided to that number on the screen. If you're watching through our website, just click I Decided, okay? Or text that number on the screen, text I Decided. And what it's going to do, you're going to have a little brief form and it's going to send you a PDF, a little booklet that I've put together called Rethinking Life Every Day. I promise you, it is a tool that you're going to want to use in your life as you begin 2021, because I believe God's going to use it to help you, again, build on a strong, healthy foundation. Listen, I want you to know I love you. I'm so grateful that you've chosen to be a part of this day, and I believe, listen, the best is yet to come. If you prayed that prayer with Pastor Rodney a few moments ago, we would love to know. Here's what we want to do. We want to send you a free booklet called Rethinking Life Every Day. If you're watching from our website, all you need to do is click on the I Decided button at the top of the page or pull out your phone again and scan the QR code on the screen and click I Decided. We would love to celebrate and encourage you in your new spiritual journey. Hey church, we are so glad that you joined us today. And I pray that you leave encouraged and full of hope Have a happy new year and we'll see you next week. Well, thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. 
And if you like what you're hearing, it would mean a great deal to us if you would consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. You can click on the share button, take a screenshot, and share it on your social stories. And be sure to tag us at Rethink Life Church. To learn more about our church, check out RethinkLife.com. Until next time, hey, we love you and believe the best is yet to come in your life.